Hello and welcome to Endurance Minded. It's the podcast that aims to redefine what it means to reach your full potential by exploring how movement and mindset impacts our lives and how we can all work to show up as the best versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at TEC. And this episode, we're going to talk about doing less. Specifically, we're going to talk about doing less really well. And what I mean by that is we have a tendency to add more, right? Add more to our lives, to our plates at work, to our routines and exercise. And we do this, I think, to get, to get a win, right? We like to be good at things, We like to feel accomplished. We like to feel like we're checking the box or boxes. And I think it's human nature to be attracted to things that we're good at. We want to engage with things that make us us feel good, that make us feel confident, that make us feel successful, that yield results, that feel like we're moving in the direction of our goals and the things that we want. But where that often can go wrong or or maybe not even wrong but but not deliver or elicit the response and the results that we're after is when we just add more we lose sight of the value of working to be really good at something so because we have so many options because there's so many things available to us we we move on right oh that didn't work uh, that you know kind of felt okay, but I'm gonna go over here and do this. I'm gonna add something else. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna explore this option. There's certainly nothing wrong with trying new things, exploring other stuff. But what I want to talk about today is is this the idea of mastery, the idea of being good at something, the idea of sticking with something long enough to see if it actually works. Specifically, what I want to talk about is doing that with things that maybe don't come naturally to us, things that are really hard, things that are challenging, things that push us outside of our comfort zone. Those are the moments when we typically will bail, will look for some easier option, will tell ourselves that it's just not meant to be, that it's not the right fit, that we're not capable, whatever that language is. And I think so often that doesn't have to be the case. We just have to be okay with not being good at something, with something not being comfortable, with being in positions of that of discomfort, of a lack of assuredness, maybe diminished confidence for long enough knowing that eventually we will get to where we want to go. We'll, we'll be able to figure it out. We'll be able to, to master it, to get good at the thing we're working on. So I want to take a second to just think about it. I want to outline some areas that this might show up and, as always, some actionable places where we can apply this. And before we add more, understand or think about if there's an opportunity 
to lean in a little more, to dig a little deeper and get more out of ourselves in an attempt to take pride in being good at something, right? And specifically take pride in working on something that doesn't come naturally, that we're not good at, that's really hard, because that's the inflection point. That's the place where most people uh, decide that it's not the best path for them. Shows up in all areas of life. Shows up in the fitness space. Right? It's hard. It's hard to change your body. It's hard to build fitness. It's hard to dial in your nutrition. It takes time and energy and patience. And when we meet resistance, that is where we often take a divergent path. The truth of the matter is, is it's not supposed to be easy. And then we have to get comfortable with leaning in and sticking with something long enough to see if it works. I think we there's an inherent value in taking pride and committing to ourselves for things that we're not good at. I think that if we give up or we quit or we pivot before we've given something enough time and time is usually the 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 metric by which we gauge whether or not we want to stick with it right because it's an expectation setting uh friction point right we thought something was going to take x amount of time we thought we'd be able to accomplish it we thought we'd be good at it in a certain amount of time, even if we didn't state that, even if we don't have that timeline written out, we typically hold that in our minds, right? We think that uh, maybe in six months, I could probably knock this out. And so often it takes longer. It feels harder. It feels harder for longer than we imagine. And so that timeline is disrupted and we decide we want to go on and do something else. And I think there's there's so much to be learned from again just this concept or an appreciation for for mastery because the real truth is is that there's no there's no hacks there's no shortcuts there's no quick fixes doing meaningful and impactful shit takes time And it probably takes more time than we've ever imagined it could. It probably requires more effort than we've imagined that it would. It requires us to be more uncomfortable than we thought we would have to be. It requires us to develop skills that we didn't think that we'd need. It requires us to think in ways that we've not had to think before. And that's okay. I want to talk today about how all of those all of those areas, all of those places that we get pushed and we have to bend and we have to adapt, how all of those areas and all those things are ultimately positive. That there is growth on the other side of that if we just stick with it long enough. If we just have the right mindset going into it. If we just know that this is what it feels like to do things that are challenging, to to explore what's on the other side of where I'm currently at and what I'd like to accomplish. And again, 
like most of the things that we talk about on this show, this is something that shows up in most areas of our lives. I'm going to talk today specifically through the lens of kind of fitness and, and business, but it shows up in family, it shows up in relationships, it shows up in challenging situations that we see um, in different areas of our lives. So you can certainly extrapolate and apply these mindset tools and these different takeaways to any area that you feel like maybe it's just a little more uphill than you imagined, right? It's taking more time. It's harder. It's more stressful. It's whatever the scenario is. And again, I just want to encourage the reason that I talk about this, the reason that I think it's something worth speaking about is because Again, I think that there's an inherent quality to being in that place and recognizing that when you're there, it probably is because you're doing something that's really good. You're doing something that is pushing you. You're you're in a growth stage. And I believe that that's a really productive place to be. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with coming back to stasis and having moments of of ease and rest, but I think that we should actively put ourselves in positions of growth. And when we're in those places, there is an expectation that we need to align out of the gate when it comes to what that's going to look and feel like. And I believe that when we do that, we can put ourselves in a place and give ourselves the tools where we can stick with it longer than we, we might have otherwise. Because again, this is where most people bail. This is where most people, to use harsh language, this is where most people give up. It's hard. It's challenging. You have to make sacrifices. And if now is not the right time for you to do that, that's totally fine. But if you're in a place where you really want to see some change, you really want to move the needle in a particular area of life, I promise you you're going to encounter all of these things that we talk about. And again, it's going to take longer. It's going to be harder than you probably imagined. But knowing that when you're in that place, when it does feel harder and take longer, that that is ultimately a good thing. So let's talk about a a few areas. Let's talk about how we can think differently about challenging time periods and what that means for our growth. And ultimately, again, how you can stick around longer so that you can see what's on the other side of that. Because that really is, 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 the, is the thing that I hope to change, is that I genuinely want people to see what's on the other side of that, of that challenge. When you quit, you, you never know. If you don't stick with it long enough, if you don't push a little harder, you don't know what's on the other side. You don't get to experience that growth. You might learn a few things along the way, but ultimately you shortchanged yourself. And so I want to help people. I want to help you understand what that can look and feel like for yourself so that you can reap the benefits on the other side. So the first thing is is to get excited about the process of getting good at something. 
So let me paint a picture or let me let me identify or outline specifically what I'm talking about. Specifically, we again we seek comfort. We seek things that we're good at, that we know we can accomplish with relative ease. Because I think largely that's human nature, right? Path of least resistance. We're smart individuals. Our bodies are amazing machines. Our minds are incredibly powerful tools. And we seek that path because that's how we've been wired. But I think that there is something to be said for understanding what it could look like to engage in a process of getting better at something or actually showing up for something that we know we're not excelling at. These are the things, right, we typically will put in place all of these different areas of our lives where we can navigate to where there is minimal resistance. I'm good at this exercise. I'll do this. I'm good at this task at work. I'll do this. I'm I'm comfortable talking to these people in these particular scenarios. I'm going to put myself in those places with those people so that I can continue to stay comfortable and safe and confident and whatever that looks like. Again, nothing wrong with that, but but when we want to grow, like we've talked about on previous episodes, you have to do and be something different. So I think you have to get excited about it. You have to understand what it looks like to engage in a process of actually showing up consistently for something that you know is not going to be rewarding in the, in the near term. And I'll give you a personal example. So I have a long history as an endurance athlete and had some injuries um, over the past several years and really wanted to focus on strength training, something I've always enjoyed, but I've always done it as an ancillary component to ultra distance endurance training. And it just seemed like the right time to, to pivot a little bit, to explore my athletic identity in different ways. And so I really dove into to strength training, specifically heavy um, uh, compound movements and, uh, and really focused on that. Now I've lots of injuries over the years from doing different things and I have to work really hard to mitigate those injuries. Well, where that manifested itself most specifically was in deadlifting, traditional flat bar deadlift off the ground. Now I really wanted to master the deadlift, but it was very, very confronting because Due to my injuries, my body mechanics didn't support proper deadlift form. And every time I did it, I felt like I was on the verge of injury. So I committed to getting really, really good at deadlift, specifically the form. Now, it would have been easier for me to just augment that movement, pick something else. It could have been equally as effective from a strength perspective. There's certainly lots of different ways to elicit a similar response physiologically. But I knew inherently that if I focused on that chain of command, if I focused on getting that form right, it was actually going to allow me to be better in other areas. So instead of taking the easy route and being like, okay, I'll just do a different exercise, I committed to and I actually got excited about what it would look like to refine that process, to engage in that movement. And that meant mobility training. That meant different types of warmups. Um, that meant different types of exercises to strengthen muscles that were weak, that were prohibiting me from doing that movement um, appropriately and safely. 
And ultimately what that really looked like was well over a year of daily and weekly work focused on getting me to a place where I could safely and confidently deadlift um, heavy weight. And all the while, people around me were progressing more rapidly. They were not having to put in the extra time and work and energy that I was to prepare for these sessions and to try to get better at this. And that's a really frustrating place to be. It's hard to watch other people move faster than you. But again, where I worked to get myself was I had to find an inherent value in showing up for that thing that I knew was going to be frustrating and I knew it was going to be confronting, but that I believed in the value of moving forward and the value of committing to that thing so that I could ultimately accomplish different goals. And so I want to encourage you to think about things, whatever that language needs to be for you, you need to get or work to get excited about the process and about showing up just to get good at something, showing up to try to refine your skills. That is an act in and of itself, right? That is, a, that is something that is inherently valuable. And when you believe that it's important, you'll show up for it. In fitness, this happens all the time, right? We're not flexible, so we don't stretch. We're not, uh, our body doesn't move uh, in certain ways, so we shy away from certain types of mobility work. Um, we have previous injuries or things that don't feel 100% on our body, so we don't do exercises and movements that, uh, that force us to, to feel those things. And, and so again, we, we pick all these waypoints where we're able to navigate um, fairly seamlessly and without much friction through our lives so that we don't have to feel that. I want to challenge you to put yourself in a place to actually show up and see the pursuit of getting better at that thing as equally valuable to showing up for the things that you are already good at or that you have confidence in. I think that there is, there is something about getting excited for the process and knowing that committing to being better is actually good enough, right? And, it, and that what, what makes it valuable is not that we're good at it or that we did a quote-unquote good job. It's that we showed up at all. And that we're committing to growth versus committing to being uh, good at the things we're already good at. And so I think, again, get excited. Think about that process. What would it look like for you to just really commit and dive into something that's outside of your comfort zone or really going to push you uh, or maybe be confronting? And lean into that space and see, see what it looks like or what it feels like to actually treat that with the same weight and intensity that you do other areas that you're naturally gifted at. The next area is, um, or the next guideline is to pick a lane. We get so distracted by trying to take advantage of all these different opportunities, all these different things that we can engage in. And I think there is some value in being very focused. Again, I'm not advocating for not trying new things or for turning down opportunities, but I am 
advocating for a less distracted approach generally. And what that means is that, again, we want to focus on a specific area that's going to yield results in alignment with the goals that we've set. So often the reason people don't reach their goals is they spend a lot of time engaged in things that aren't building towards those goals. If you want to be a marathon runner, don't spend most of your time not running. If you want to build a successful business, don't spend most of your time building products for customers that aren't yours. Don't spend time solving problems for people that you're not talking to. Right? Get very specific. This happens all the time in the startup space and with entrepreneurship is we, we have such a hard, it's so challenging to nail down exactly what it is that you're doing, right? Product market fit. Who is our ideal client? What is that? What is it? What is our product? What are we solving? How do we monetize that? Get very specific. It's so easy to chase all these different opportunities. You're going to be wildly more successful if you can get focused. And uh, again, same thing in the fitness space. If so many people bounce around from thing to thing, um, and again, with fitness, we bounce around before we've mastered the thing that we're currently working on. We're doing a, an interval session, for instance, and then next week we decide to do something totally different. Well, we got to work through, we got to understand, are we good at this? Did we, did we do a, you know proper progression? Are we able to build intensity and duration and frequency? Or, you know, we, we have to stick with things long enough to understand what works and what doesn't. And I see so many people with fitness just bounce all over the place from week to week. Now, that's a much sexier approach if you have a new, fresh thing every single week. But the real fact of the matter is, is you got to give something enough time to stick. You got to give something enough time to, to elicit some sort of response physiologically in our bodies. And so the, the less sexy approach is, I'm just going to do the same thing week after week. I'm going to make tweaks based on how I feel. And... I'm going to rinse and repeat. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to give myself a chance to excel versus jumping around from thing to thing. So pick a lane and pick a lane that clearly steers you in the direction of, of what you say you want. Fitness goals, business goals, building something, building relationships. Again, can be any area of your life. Next is a settle in. So I mentioned this when we first started talking, but I want to reiterate it. Um, it it's going to be a while. And I want to say that flatly and very clearly because, again, time is often the, the enemy of progress, meaning that we're not willing to give it or sacrifice it and so, that we, so we quit before we actually get there. Things worth doing take time. And I think the more that we can settle in and get comfortable and specifically get comfortable being uncomfortable, the better off we're going to be. Because I guarantee you, whatever it is you're working on will take longer than you thought. 
That's just the way it goes. You could have an amazing idea for a business. You could be amazingly gifted as an athlete. You could have all the time in the world to train and commit to your fitness goals. The real fact of the matter is, is it's still going to take a hell of a lot longer than you thought because these things are complex. They're dynamic. Things get in the way. We get disrupted. We get sick. We, you know, have team dynamics um, on the business side. We, we, you know, whatever it is, there's a million different things that come up. And if we can start by just knowing that it's going to take longer, we're going to be so much better off. Now I can speak to this from experience because I want everything to happen faster. I want fitness to happen faster. I want business growth. I want team development. I want all the, I want it to happen yesterday. I move very quickly. I um, work to put myself in positions where things happen rapidly and it still doesn't matter. It always takes longer. Now I can want to move the needle quickly and also recognize that it's going to take longer than I thought. I can hold both of those truths at the same time. It doesn't mean that we stop pushing forward or that we're not motivated or driven. It's just that we know that we need to settle in, right? This is part of it. And if it feels like we're getting setbacks and it feels like things aren't accelerating at the rate that we thought they would, that's probably because it's just going the way it's supposed to. That's the way it's going to pan out. So again, there's no hack. There's no shortcut. There's no shortcut or hack to anything meaningful. There's no shortcut or hack to anything sustainable, long-lasting, impactful. There's no shortcut or hack to legacy, right? That takes time. And knowing that and being okay with it is a big part of recognizing that growth. Growth, true growth, happens in long, long periods of time. Um, And I think the faster we can get clear on that and the more that we can settle in and recognize that that's just the way it goes and that, again, truly meaningful things take time, the better off we'll be. Next area is to find people that are better than you. So there's a there's you hear a lot about this now, which is great, but. There's so much value in proximity to see what it could look like or to have people in your corner that have done it better than you, um, that know what that road ahead looks like, that don't have to struggle as much as you do. They've put in the work. They've taken the time. They've built the thing similar to what you're trying to build. They've accomplished the goal. They've ran the marathon. They've done the bike race. They've be around people that are better than you. And again, this is confronting because I think we naturally align ourselves with people that are at or below where we're at because it keeps us comfortable. The real fact of the matter is, is that when we put ourselves in situations where we're around people that are better than us, it highlights what we're not doing. It highlights the steps that we're not taking to get to where we want to go. It highlights the things that we missed. It highlights the strengths that we don't have, the skill sets we don't possess, the knowledge we don't know yet. That's a tough place to be. We don't want to be in those positions because it sucks to to realize that we don't have everything we need. It sucks to realize we're not where we want to be. 
But I think, again, putting ourselves in positions of friction is valuable. Nothing good comes from being comfortable. Or, or better yet, again, growth doesn't come from being comfortable. Again, I'm not saying that there's not times and seasons where we settle in. But I, I do believe that finding people and surrounding ourselves with people that are better than us, actively seeking that out, is something that will really dramatically change how we think about our progress, how we think about who we are, how we show up. And again, that's a tough place to be because they've already done it. And what it shows us is that we haven't. We have to admit that, yeah, I'm not there. Um, I haven't done those things. I haven't taken those risks. I haven't made those sacrifices. And we do a really good job of telling ourselves that we're giving 100% when we're really giving 20%, right? Or whatever the number is. It's, it's for not reaching our goals. Oftentimes it's because we're not giving the appropriate amount of whatever is required. And when we hang out with people that have done it, that are better than us, that have accomplished what we say we want to accomplish, at least tangentially, it highlights that we got some room to grow, right? That, oh yeah, I I haven't quite done that. I'm, I'm really not sacrificing like that. I'm not making time and prioritizing the things that actually are going to take me in the direction that I want to go. That's challenging. I get that. But again, I think there's value in putting yourself around people that are better than you. It doesn't have to be a group, you know, it doesn't have to be a room full of them. One or two, a mentor, a business partner, a training partner, someone who you can look up to who has walked that path a couple of steps ahead of you. And the last one, and I've said this many different ways time and time again on the show, but it's worth repeating and reiterating, is to not let perfection get in the way of progress. This is, this is so often a barrier or a disruptive point for people when they when they pull back is again, it didn't feel like what we thought it was going to feel like. It's taking longer than we thought. It's harder than we thought it was going to be. All the things we've just talked about. And because we're not doing those things perfectly in our mind, we, we decide it's not worth it. So we say, Okay, if I can't show up and do exactly what's on my plan, exactly what I wrote down for my goal, then I'm not going to show up at all. And I can't tell you how much this shows up from a fitness perspective, is that if I can't show up for the exact specific workout or the exact specific duration of the thing that I want to do, if I don't have time, if life's gotten in the way, whatever, then I'm just not going to do it at all. I promise you that... Progress is always better than perfection. Doing something is always better than not doing anything at all. And so don't let your preconception of how that thing is supposed to go disrupt what progress is available to you on any given day. Thinking about it through the lens of business, 
there's a million different ways this can shake out. But we imagine what that is going to look like. And more often than not, it just doesn't ever line up. There's so many dynamic parts and pieces to growing a career, building a business, wherever you're at in that space. But I promise you showing up and doing something is better than not doing anything at all. It's better than quitting. It's better than shifting to another project or shying away from that thing that's challenging. So if you're someone who might identify as a perfectionist or you have perfectionist tendencies, think about what it would look like to just focus on progress and not let the preconception of how you thought that particular thing was going to play out. Don't let the preconception or your notion of that stop you from doing something. Just commit to doing something every day, right? Or every other day or whatever the frequency is that that you need to commit to that's going to take you in the direction you want to go. There's no such thing as perfection. Even if we think we nail it, something is off. There's always room for growth. Even as good as we could possibly be, it's not going to be perfect. So take some time to just process and think about like what that would look like. Again, I feel like so, so many folks, myself included, those of us that are work to be high achievers, work to be in these stages of growth, these seasons of growth. We want it to be great. And with that comes perfectionist tendencies. And so we shortchange ourselves because we wait and wait and wait for the right perfect time and the perfect scenario and and all the pieces to align. And all that time, we could have been doing something. We could have been making progress. It might not be perfect. It might not be the exact answer. It might not be the final piece, but it's something. So taking action in the direction of progress is always going to be more valuable than trying to wait around for perfection and all the stars to align. Um, and again, that's, that's such a big piece, just coming back to the fitness component. See so many people disrupt their progress or derail their progress because they they can't get every single piece to work out. They say, well, if work goes a particular way and I check all these boxes and I have X amount of time at the end of the day and I can get off work at four o'clock and the family's right and the kids and food and dinner, and then I can work out. It's not realistic. There's always going to be disruption. So focus on progress. Don't focus on waiting for the perfect scenario and the perfect alignment and having the, your favorite pair of shoes and the right pair of socks and the, your favorite gym bag, right? Just, just move forward. Do something, and, and, and you'll have days where the stars do align, where it does seem to click, and it does feel as perfect as it can be, but most days are not going to be that, and that's okay. You have to have enough okay days to get to a place where you have those days where it feels like it all clicks. There's, there's a stacking component that's necessary to have those days when, when the stars align. But if you don't allow yourself enough days of just doing the work, you're not going to get there. You're not going to have those, those breakthrough days. So 
to recap the areas we talked about, get excited about what the process looks like. Engage in the process of getting good at something, specifically working on a weakness, something that you've shied away from, that you've tiptoed around, that you've tried to navigate um, around. And I want to encourage you to lean into that area and find value in engaging in the process of working on that thing and seeing it as valuable um, as anything else you're doing. Pick a lane. Stay focused. Give it enough time. Don't bounce around too much. Don't don't go towards the next shiny object too quickly before you've fully committed to and work through where you're at right now. Stay focused. Pick a lane. Third one, settle in. It's going to take a while. Get that out of the way. Go ahead and name it. Just know that, again, doing great things doing things that are impactful, doing meaningful work, producing meaningful growth with ourselves and others takes time and we can't rush it. So know that going into it. Find people that are better than you. Surround yourself with people that push you, that show you what's possible, that highlight what's on the table, what possibility looks like. Those are the people you want to be around. Right, We tend to surround ourselves with people at or below our current ability level because it keeps us comfortable. It's not confronting. We don't have to see where we are lacking or where we haven't stepped up that could actually move us in the direction of the things that we've said we wanted. So take that step. Put yourself around people that are better than you, that have done it, that are a few steps ahead of you on the path. It's going to be challenging, but I promise you it will accelerate And really bolster your experience as you move into that growth stage. And then lastly, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. Have enough okay days that you can have those breakthrough days. That's part of it. You're going to have to have enough. You know what? That was good enough. Or even, you know what? That felt pretty shitty, but I'm going to show up tomorrow. Because that's the way it goes. That's okay. Those great, amazing days where everything aligns will come. You have to stack enough decent days before that to get that to where you want to be. So as always, I hope this was helpful. I hope that you can find areas of your life where you can apply this, where you can focus on doing less really well and committing to being good at things in a way that is meaningful, sticking with things long enough that they have the opportunity to stick and you can make the impact that you want. As always, you can find us at enduranceminded.com. Scroll to the bottom, leave us a message. Let us know what's going on. Your wins, losses. What'd you get out of this episode? What'd you get out of previous episodes? Love to hear from you. This community is amazing and continues to grow. And it's something that uh, I couldn't be more excited about. And if you are getting value out of this podcast, Uh, I'd love for you to rate, subscribe, and share. So go on your favorite podcast platform, rate Endurance Minded. Uh, Let us know what you think. You can leave a review. Um, You can subscribe. We release episodes every other Tuesday at noon. If you subscribe, you'll get alerted. You can stay up to date on what's going on. We have some great uh, conversations coming to round out the year, uh, as well as some really great topics uh, that I'll be covering 
Um, we'll continue to build on uh, so much of what we've talked about in previous episodes. And then um, share endurance-minded. Um, if you have people in your community, folks that you think would get something out of what we're talking about, I would love it uh, if you'd spread the word, share it. Um, you can always tag Thomas Endurance Coaching on social media. Um, that's where we'll be um, publicizing and launching uh, endurance-minded episodes and endurance-minded content. You can also find us on the Thomas Endurance Coaching YouTube channel if you want full video content as well as short clips uh, in video form from this podcast. So thanks as always for your support. I look forward to seeing you next time on Endurance Minded.